Andrea Shambly is the widow of sports writer John McNamara, who was one of the five Capital Gazette staff members murdered on June 28, 2018 in an attack on the Annapolis newsroom. Shambly testified before the Maryland Senate Judiciary Proceedings Committee on Wednesday, February the 27th in support of legislation that would close the gun show loophole and document other points of sale. She joined a minor detail podcast for a brief interview prior to her afternoon testimony. My name is Andrea Shambly. I'm the widow of John McNamara, who was killed in the Annapolis Capitol shooting on June 28th. And to tell you the truth, there's a lot of other places I'd rather be than right here. But I'm here for the mothers who are raising children that still survive and can't take the day off work. I'm here for people who can't be here because they're at home suffering or recovering. I'm here for everybody who might be in that position so they will never have to know this. Um, I, I think about him every day. I think about the things he would have said and done. Every time I can't remember where I put down my keys, I think I would get mad at myself and say how stupid I felt, and he would say, they just got off on the wrong stop. We have to go find out what stop they got off on. And he was always gentle and comforting and, and strong and persistent and just the best life partner I could have ever had. There's a scholarship in his name at the University of Maryland, um, the John McNamara Memorial Sports Writing Scholarship, and uh, he he loved telling people about sports, about things they might not see on their own. I don't want to take it back. I remember where I was, where I was sitting, the emotions that I felt. I was at my desk that day, and I remember thinking, oh my God, it's happened Well, we have a mass shooting a day in this country, so it's easy to forget about the victim of one particular tragedy. Uh, I'm trying to make sure that John and the other victims, too, Rob, Wendy, Rebecca, and Gerald, don't get forgotten either. Uh, I, I finished his book. It's coming out in November, so I wanted his legacy in sports writing to live on through this fourth book of his. And um, I'm going to be tireless to make sure that, that, that his memory is preserved. Um, well, we both had a passion for sports. Um, we met after a football game where uh, Boomer Esiason got hurt in the last few minutes against, uh, I think it was North Carolina. And there was no opportunity to catch a tweet after that game to see if he was okay. And John was worried about it. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, Boomer went down. They won the game, I think. And um, and John usually had a lot to do after a game, and, and he did it. He finished his story, and we both met at a party after the game, and uh, and the rest is my history. I fell for him like a ton of bricks. I can tell you it changed everything. It changed the way I eat. It changed the way I sleep. It changed what time I go to work and what time I come home. It changed the way I drive. He he was a more patient driver than I am, and I'm trying to channel John's patience on the road to be nicer to my fellow drivers because if John were driving, that's what he would do. Um, It changed the way I do laundry. It changed the way I make dinner. Uh, It's just changed everything. Well, I'm testifying about the loopholes that people can take advantage of to get uh, a firearm. There's no reason why every person buying a firearm shouldn't have the same checks on them. Uh, And we have loopholes for the gun show. And we haven't caught up with the the potential threat of ghost guns. Um, The people who want to have these things available aren't up to any good. Uh, and and to fight for the right to buy a gun without a background check strikes me as as um, in, inexplicable. Well, like a lot of Americans, I was tied up in my work and my life, and I have a. I teach after work. Um, it's a pretty full day, um, so I wouldn't have. I did uh, become aware of the gun problem in the U.S. about 10 or 15 years ago with gun trafficking with the states that have less stringent gun requirements to obtain a firearm and how they create what's called an iron pipeline from Florida to New York where many of the illegal guns come from. And the illegal guns in Chicago come from Indiana. So um, so we, we are not protecting our citizens across state lines, and I did get involved in that. Um, to tell you the truth, I'm not quite sure what I'll be able to say. It's pretty emotional for me, so I'll... I'll support the bill, and I'll tell them we need to stop being reactive and start being proactive. that responsible gun owners are willing to comply with reasonable gun safety requirements.
Second Amendment. And we talked about sitting down conversations. That seems to be lost in this era of American politics with people who are on opposing sides of the issue. So that's kind of nice to get Have you had that opportunity at all? Or do you even want to do that? I talked to somebody who said he was for no gun control anywhere ever, and I asked him if he thought they should have guns in prisons, and he said, of course not. Yes, um, as far as having a conversation with people who tell me that the Second Amendment is um, absolute, I asked if he thought that prisoners in prison should have guns, and he said, of course not. And I, then I said, when they get out of prison, if they have a violent crime, should they be able to get a firearm? And he said, of course not. So I said, now we're really just on the spectrum here trying to find the reasonable place to draw the line, and we should be able to do that together. Nobody does. I don't either. Well, that's a good question. Our governor earned an A minus from the NRA before the Annapolis Capitol shooting. He uh, he was politically forced to backtrack on on the red flag bill after that, but but he earned that A minus, and I'm sure he'd love to have another A minus again. So n- no, nothing he does makes me confident. I Yes, he has, but then he has a handgun control review board that overturns our Blue Lives Matter who are deciding that dangerous people shouldn't get a particular kind of permit. And he does that off the radar screen. So I'd like to see him stand behind what he says with, with action. Thank you.